0: Hello everyone and welcome on to Tuesday's Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Seeley and joining me is our ATP Tour senior tennis handicapper to look at the quarterfinals tomorrow here in Rome is Sean Calvert. Sean, not much to go on, we know two matches at the moment, uh, odds on one of them, but uh, our man is through to the quarterfinals, Casper Rude.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's difficult, isn't it, because is still going on at the minute and the... Um... The Sinner Serendola match only finished about five minutes ago, didn't he? so we've not not had a great deal of, of chance to look into that one. But um, a decent a decent time I've had to look into the Djokovic one. But um, yeah,
0: um, how's it going out there? Do you know what? It's, it's it's been tiring. I mean, lots of walking. You have you know, just come back from Rome yourself, and so lots of walking. Yeah. It's, a, it's a city you just walk around, and you like you said before, go from one spot to another spot to another spot. And I look at my phone. I've done thirty kilometers of walking in three days. Absolutely exhausted. But I was at the tennis today. I, I didn't stay long because I came back and did a uh, a little bit of work with Bet Rivers on the Champions League uh, this afternoon. So I watched the uh, Murray game. Uh, sorry, the Murray game. The, the Norrie game up against um, Novak Djokovic. Um yeah, Djokovic that was a won. feisty
1: one, wasn't it, in the end?
0: Yeah, it was. I, I captured the point on uh, on my phone, which is quite an interesting point. But um, I, I wasn't that impressed with um, Djokovic. I think he did what he had to do. I thought Norrie had chances. And, you know, I still think Djokovic is beatable here. I really do. I, I wasn't. I wasn't that impressed with him. It he, he was steady. He, his drop shots were fantastic, and that's what won him the match. But Norrie had opportunities in the in the in the second set. He, he broke him obviously, and um, I, 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 I don't. Know. I think I think the um, I think he's beatable here, Djokovic. Yeah, I,
1: I actually thought he was quite good today. To be honest, um, I've said many times. But he did
0: what he had to do, didn't he? he? Was steady, but he didn't do nothing. He didn't wasn't do spectacular, anything
1: spectacular. No, but. it's... It, I think he, he he was quietly impressive. I thought I think that's the best. That's definitely the best I've seen of him this clay swing. I mean, I know it's a kind of a low bar when, coming into this. He wasn't in any sort of form, but um, I thought he was decent. I, I thought that was I thought that was quite impressive. Um, he, didn't, he didn't blow me away, but you know he, he did as you say. He did what he had to do against uh, a, a difficult opponent, a kind of a, an awkward opponent in Norris. I think that's exactly the kind of game that Djokovic needed to be honest. A, a sort of um, bit of a physical match, just to sort of see where he's. His level as that? I don't know whether you heard there, but the, there was a delay to the start, wasn't there? Because Djokovic had some sort of problem, some sort of injury issue that he had to have um, attended to before the match started. Apparently, it started slightly late uh, for that reason, but he kind of dismissed that as he as he tends to do. So, um, not sure what was going on there. And, and Norrie was injured as well, wasn't he? He had um, he had the 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 trainer out. Djokovic didn't like that either, did he? Because he had the trainer out just before he served for the match. He wasn't he wasn't keen on that either. So it was a bit, of a, a bit of a needle in that match. But um, yeah, the Rune one's going to be interesting, as we'll come on to in a minute.
0: Yeah, we left that court. We went over and watched the last bit of the Rune game where we played Popper in. And again, he, he, didn't, he wasn't impressive for me. I I thought he was the player I wanted to bet to win this tournament, Holger Rune. I thought Holger Rune might come through. We obviously, we were on Kaspar at the beginning, but I thought Holger Rune might be the boy who uh, comes through. But uh, I was speaking to a couple of Norwegians who followed the tennis last night. Uh, and we've talked about Holger Rune, and they're, they're not impressed with him. You know that they, they they've got, they've still got a lot of convincing to do. I mean, he's come in, of the Paris Masters where he beat Novak Djokovic, but um, it, then there's a lot of question marks about this young lad, and I, I'm quite surprised by that.
1: I think he's played a lot of tennis. I think I think he looks a bit tired. Um, to be honest, uh, we, we'll come and we'll come onto this in a minute with with the stats and stuff. But again. I, For me, it's just not quite doing enough on return at the minute. His Serve is is getting him is getting him out of a lot of situations for me. He's not quite doing it on return. As I say, he's played an awful lot of tennis lately, and just he just looked a bit a bit jaded in that um, Popperin match, and that's not really what you want to be going into a match against Djokovic. I wouldn't have thought.
0: Exactly, Popperin knocking down the aces, causing Holgeruna all kinds of problems. Let's have a look at this Djokovic match. It is tomorrow. Head to the BetRivers website. It's an early start again here in Rome. Uh, probably around about six AM, but we're not quite sure the scheduling yet because a lot of the play is still in action because of the rain today's we've had over the couple of days. The weather today held on. We thought we we're going to have some rain. There wasn't any rain tomorrow. There is rain forecast again, but the the, the weather forecast has been there's, so unreliable. It's
1: been rain forecast every day for about the last two weeks, hasn't it? Sometimes it comes, sometimes it doesn't. It's not been very reliable.
0: No, it's it, it, it started to rain a little bit as the match started today, and then. By the end of the match, you were taking your jumper off because the sun was coming out; it was getting warm. But uh, so it's interesting to think about the statistics on the on the conditions. It's definitely slower than what uh, it has been on, on tournaments in the last few weeks. It's one of the slowest tournaments of the year on the clay. And the conditions tomorrow, we expect a little bit more rain. But let's look at the odds. The number one seed Novak Djokovic, he is minus two eighty six on the money line. Holger Runa is plus two twenty five. He's the number seven seed. They've met three times previous sorry twice previously. Uh, and it's one win apiece. Um, is, it, uh, is it right? Is that right? I, I've, I'm reading my notes here. I can't actually read Yeah, 1 there.
1: 1. Yeah, yeah.
0: 1 1. Yeah. Um, yeah, they won in uh, the tournament we were at, didn't they? They won in uh, the Paris the final Masters. Of the Paris Square. Masters, yeah. Yeah, and the other one was in the US Open. Of and, 2021,
1: um, yeah. Yeah. Of
0: 2021. And it was quite a one sided win for Novak Djokovic. So it's one win apiece, but uh, they haven't met on clay. So it's a bit of a leveler. Um, on the stats, where do you rate? I mean, you, you spoke about Holger Rune's clay stats and uh, a lot of tennis he's mm. played on. I mean, I think we were a little bit concerned about what, what where do you think his best surface is? You know, I've I've already had him down as a potential French Open champion at some stage, rather than if he's going to break through. That's the he's going to be. But the stats that you provided last week sort of surprised me a little bit on these clay court stats for 2023.
1: Yeah, they're not they're not they're not fabulous. They're they're good. They're not they're not wildly impressive. This is based on the last 12 months at main level on clay. Um, before today's match, I haven't got the st- I haven't had the stats added for today's match against Popperin yet, but it's not going to make a great deal of difference. His service points one and return points one total is 104, which is you know decent. It's it's sort of maybe a, a shade behind the likes of sort of Rude and Tsitsipas. Um Djokovic, by way of comparison, in the last 12 months um, on clay, 110. Um, Sinner, who we just saw lose, I think is on off the top of my head. I think he's on 112 um Sene alcaraz is I, I haven't checked his lately but i think he's gone on about 111 something like that so if you go in just on that you would say that rune has got a bit to find if he's if he's going to be a, a potential french open champion as i say i'm just not i'm just not sure his return game is is quite is quite there yet he is winning quite a lot of his first serve points uh, relying on that weapon because it is a decent weapon he's relying on that quite heavily so you know it might be the case that Maybe he's going to be better in the future. Maybe on a slower hard court, um, potentially like an Indian Wells or something like that. Um, that that could be the case. But um, if we're just looking at the the, the previous matches, um, the U.S. Open one that we we touched on briefly, that room was a twenty to one shot um, when he played Djokovic in twenty twenty one at the U.S. Open. He still took a set off him. He was a four point three nine chances plus three thirty nine in American when he beat Djokovic in that Paris final. But it, it was a little bit of robbery, that, that Paris final, on the stats. Uh, Djokovic had a, yet another injury, a thigh problem, I think it was, if I remember rightly, in the final set of that match. Um, and if you look at the stats of that match, on the service points won and return points won tails, Djokovic was on 108 and Rune was on 92, yet Rune won it. How did he do it? Well, Djokovic only took two of 12 breakpoint chances, and Rune took three out of three. So sometimes it's not how many points you win, it's, it's it's which points you win. And Rune won the big points and, and Djokovic didn't, which is kind of a rarity you would, you would have thought that perhaps would be the other way around. So um, the other thing I took from looking at these head-to-head stats is that Rune just hasn't dealt with the Djokovic service at all well, really. He's, he's only won about 30% of return points. I know these, these matches were played on hard courts. You could certainly argue that he'll do better on a clay court. Well, maybe. It's kind of remains to be seen. Um, my my concern with Rune, as I say, is he doesn't win. He doesn't do enough away from that first serve. He's not doing enough on return, and he might be just a bit too tired after that Popperin match and all the tennis that he's played as well. He's played a lot of tennis in, in this clay swing so far, um, Monte Carlo and then Munich and and here. Um, yeah, I th- it's it's hard to make a. Fabulous case for Rune, to be honest. Unless, you, unless the case that you're making is that Djokovic still isn't back to his best, which which is a fair, a fair case. But I'm not I'm not sold on Rune. I think perhaps I'll be looking at more, maybe playing the overs or something like that in this particular match.
0: I was looking at the overs here. I was looking at that market. I mean, if you look at the, the overs here, it's 21 and a half with over minus 120, under minus 106. And both matches they played before cashed on the overs. And in one of them, um, like you say, uh, Rune was a twenty to one outsider. So um, you've, you've got to. You, I think. I, I think he will. I, Djokovic today to me. I know you said he looked he'd done the right, but he, he give opportunities. And I think a better player would have taken a set off uh, Djokovic today. I'm not saying. Well, would I, thought beat would,
1: yeah. I thought Norrie would. Yeah, I thought Norrie would today, but.
0: And and I think Rune is capable of taking a set off uh, of Djokovic here, which brings in the handicap. The money of this, the spread is one and a half. Djokovic is the favourite minus 103 and Runa is, plus, uh, is minus is 124. I'd probably want a little bit more than one and a half. But I do like that totals on the over. 21 and a half over, one's uh, over, minus 120. I, I like you. I, I want to make a case for Runa. I really do, uh, plus 225. But yeah, the, what you're saying there with the fatigue and the only, you know, the only positive for Runa backers is the, the injury news that's come out about, about Djokovic. I didn't know that. I knew they come on court late. They were about 15 minutes late on court. Yeah, but, it was something uh, I to do with Djokovic.
1: Yeah, having treatment apparently. So I'm so I'm told.
0: All right, so that could be an interesting thing then. Probably the reason why Holgeruna is down to plus two twenty five. So no official bet for you? Or are you going to play on them title games?
1: No, it's no official bet for me. I mean, as you know, my most of my work is tends to be done in the kind of first round, second round, third round of these these tournaments. Um, these are tricky when you get to this stage. Particularly, we we don't know the schedule either yet, do we? So we don't know no. what what conditions it's going to be played in. We don't know whether it's going to be we we definitely don't know what weather it's going to be. I mean, you know, I was in Rome. You're in Rome. I can't imagine you're going to be able to know what it's going to be doing tomorrow morning because n- nobody seems to know, do they? It's, it seems to be very. the You know, the forecasts have not been accurate at all. Um, so we don't know if it's going to be, you know, slightly quicker or slightly slower or what, or a night match or a day match. We don't know any of that stuff yet. So I, I won't be um, I won't be having an official play. But as I say, if I was betting in this match, I'd probably, I'd probably take the over games.
0: I guarantee you, whatever your website you look at, whatever weather website you look at, will say that it's raining tomorrow in Rome. I've been here for it's three days that for like two weeks, is not it? And I've got sunburn, uh, so I that can shows see, you. That. Yeah, <laughs> I know, that's wind and rain and like anyway. But it's uh, yeah, that's that's not from the not so not from the rain. I can assure you. So when it does the suns come out, it is very hot, but um, it is it is cloudy as well. So it's a real mixed bag. We have got no idea what the conditions are. Uh, we have no idea of the timing as well. But like I say, check the Bet Rivers website out uh, overnight or in the morning. Uh, but remember, it's going to be an early start. It's going to be 5 a.m. in the morning, probably, for these matches. And obviously, if you do have a bet on the Bet Rivers we- website, you can stream the match and watch it from the comfort of your own home, your office, or on your lunch break, whenever you get an opportunity to nip out and uh, watch a bit of tennis action, you can do. On Bet Rivers website, um, the other match we're just waiting the odds. I think by the time we put this graphic up, we will have some odds on the game. But it's Casper uh, Rud up against Serendulu. Surprisingly, Serendulu uh, just beaten Yannick Sinner. Uh, Yannick Sinner, uh, the Italian support was getting really, really sort of ferocious when we left. They had coming on, and then they had uh, Sinner, and they have both been beaten, so they'll be very disappointed by that, the Italian crowd. But so uh, Serendulu up against our pick, Casper Rud. Else, uh, our pick up plus. 3,300, so 33 to 1 to win the tournament through to the quarterfinals. Has done pretty much nothing wrong on his route through, very similar to Caspar of last year, but he has had problems with Serendulu in the past. It's 2 1 in the head to heads in favour of the Argentinian, and he has played him twice on clay, and he's won both matches, including this year, only a few weeks back in Barcelona, where the Argentinian Serendulu won 7 6 6 3, the only win. For Casper Rood, not surprisingly, was in Miami. Well, I say surprisingly, Serendulu has a good record in Miami. But uh, on the clay, it's 2 0 to Serendulu. Now, we are holding plus three, 33 to 1 tickets or plus 3,300 tickets on Casper Rood. Should we start to worry about that head to head? He's going to be the favourite here. Might be a good uh, hedging for, for prospect to get with Serendulu in some capacity. What's your advice, Sean, in this match?
1: Um. good question what is my advice Um. I just I just watched the Sinner the Sinner and Serendela match and again we're, we're talking about just we, if we can just talk about Sinner for a minute again we're talking about his fitness aren't we he's, he, he just look he just looks gone again doesn't he he, he, he never see, he's always a, a problem with him isn't there I've said this many times on this podcast it's, it's very difficult to trust him to actually finish a tournament isn't it Sinner he, he's he's kind of become the new Gail Monfils in a way. He's even, he's even mimicked that, that thing that Monfils used to do be, between points where he kind of leans, doubles over and leans on his racket. Monfils used to do that all the time. Now Sinners seems to be constantly doing it. It's, apparently he has got, that's, you know, some sort of illness issue. I hadn't trained much or something, but there's always something, isn't there with Sinners? It's, it's, it's illness, it's sickness. It's too hot. It's, 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 you know, injuries of, of all make and manner. Um, I mean, take nothing away from Serendolo. He's, he, he's he's a tough one to read. Serendolo. He can he can produce some fabulous tennis. You know, I'm not not surprised that he he, he beats him. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that he beat him, but I'm not surprised that it was close. You know, I expected that match to be quite close. Thought well, the price on on Cine was a little bit too short. Um, but you know, Serendolo. I mean, it, it, we're talking about Barcelona. He mentioned Barcelona a minute ago. Serendolo lost to um, Dan Evans in uh, on the clay in Barcelona. It's very difficult to to get his his level. I mean, everyone that watches this podcast will remember when Serendolo beat Kasparov in Borstad. We had him at sixty to one to win the tournament, didn't we? And mm-hmm. and he did beat Rude and, and end up winning the tournament. It's hard to be confident about Rude when you when you saw how well Serendolo played today. Rude played pretty well as well, by the way. But the guy that he played, Laszlo, Jerry, didn't look again. Didn't look fit or just had a poor day. I not he didn't look at it at all, Jerry. Um. It's hard to be too confident about Rude, isn't it? Because, as I say, he's lost twice in, in slow conditions. Barcelona's pretty slow. Uh, Borstad's pretty slow. <laughs> I hope Rude's going to win, obviously. But, you know, Serendolo's a, a mercurial guy. If you, if, I don't know how much you saw of his match today, but he was absolutely on fire with that forehand. You know, that forehand can kick through these slow conditions. That's why I backed him before in, in slow play court tournaments. Um, I haven't seen the odds, so it's, it's difficult for me to kind of Come Do up you know what
0: price they were when they um, when they met before in Barcelona? Have you got the odds yeah. when they met in Barcelona
1: Yeah, three point two five. Um Serendola was then. And in that um Borschtad match he was five point two one in the well, middle he's, he's
0: not gonna no. be plus 25 for that. He's gonna be no he's, today tomorrow he's gonna be about plus one fifty, I think. But yeah. there is that tendency, as the, the the trend that we always say, when someone has a, such a big win and beating the Italian number one in Rome is a big win for Serendulu, despite being a seeded player. Um, there is that tendency that you might lower drop your levels against Casperud, and Casperud just does gets the ball back, and is, you know he's he's going to be making it quite difficult. So I think if there is a huge reaction to that win against Sinner, which I expect there will be, I, I think he'd probably be about plus one hundred and fifty, um, Serendulu. Oh.
1: I won't back him at that. That's for sure. I mean, it it is on his racket, as as many matches are. You know, if he plays his his absolute best tennis, like he did today against Sinner, played great. I mean, Sinner was giving him too much too many short balls, and Sinner was you know not really at the races. But if he plays his best tennis, Serendola, then he's got an excellent chance of winning. But if he doesn't, then Rude will probably win. I think it's, it's it's simplistic, but I think that's that about sums it up. You, you know, with Serendola, you just can't you can't rely on his level you know the guy's lost to dan evans in in barcelona now he's beaten sinner in in, in rome he, and that that's kind of what he's like he's very up and down uh very flashy yeah. and, and when he's on he's on and when he's not he's not and it's it's kind of as simple as that really
0: Probably a big game player just likes the big occasion playing sinner in Rose. got he's yeah, blowing pumping and dan evans in on court number two in Barcelona, probably something that you can't get excited about. Uh, to be fair, I wouldn't be excited about Dan Evans mm. against Evandula on court number two in the, in Barcelona. Uh, Sean, what price would you, if we, we are waiting the odds here now, and, and mm. I'm, we're sort of second guessing that Met Rivers will probably be plus 150. What price would you, if they won't open up, where would be the line that you would probably say, okay, I will probably, I'd like to pull the trigger a bit here on Surandula if it hit that price? What price would you think that probably is a bit of value?
1: I'd probably take somewhere about two to one. We probably won't get that, but I think two to one it would be would be pretty reasonable based on the matchup, I think. Yeah. I mean he was yep. he was bigger than that, three point two five, like like I said in Barcelona, but he's not like you like you said, he's not gonna be that price, is he? Um no. yeah, you're probably right, it probably will be about sixty four or something like that. Uh, you know, plus one fifty. Uh, two to one I'd take, yeah, definitely.
0: Check the bit Rose website on that. And the total games here is another match that I thought potentially could be quite a long one. I expect sort of both players to, to hold their serve in the first set, sort of quite overs in the first set. I would expect the total games line here to be probably 22 and a half, something like that. Um, probably if you were pushed over or under, would you, you, you take the over with me? Or would you oppose? I think, oppose? It's,
1: I think it's difficult with Serendolo. It just, it just depends if he's on or not.
0: If he's not on,
1: yeah. you know, he could lose pretty easy. If he is on, he could win pretty easy so i think yeah i think that's i think that makes the overs very very tricky and again Absolutely. we don't know what conditions this split match is going to be played in we don't know what court we don't know what time we don't know what the weather's going to be
0: it's a lot of unknowns at the moment. Don't know the time, Don't know the, the the schedule. We don't know the odds at the moment, even. So it's going to be. There's a <laughs> lot of unknowns at the moment. specifically. the one thing we do know is Novak Djokovic will play Holger Rune. Uh, Holger Rune two twenty-five. No value. A small lean possibly from both of us on the over games at twenty-one and a half. And check the website for the Zerindudu match. If Zerindudu starts around about two to one. Possibly a small hedge on our outright pick on Casper uh, uh We've got some more matches overnight, or going through the night, obviously. Uh, there's some Champions League in action as well in the next couple of days. You're Inter Milan against AC Milan. Massive all-Italian match, which I'm going to be heading out to watch uh, in an hour or so. Simon, in tomorrow you have uh, Manchester City hosting Real Madrid in the Champions League semi-final second leg. You can check out the podcast there with RJ and uh, Jack Wright and Harry Simu. On Betting Weekly uh, Extra Time. Uh, remember, there's four ways to follow the content that we do here on the Bet Rivers Network and on Betting Weekly. You can download our uh, podcast, which is what you're watching here, and you may have downloaded it already. You can download it on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is the Bet Rivers Network, and you can follow us on our social media page uh, at Because We Win. Is our handle, and that's the handle for both our Twitter account and our Instagram account, which we share with all the fabulous handicappers we have here on the Bet Rivers Network. Sean, Sean's week today. Uh, not much, really much to talk about. Good luck, Casper tomorrow. Hopefully, uh, he gets through to the semi finals. Another big 33 to 1 tip on the horizon. If you can get one match away from the final, uh, and uh, let's hope for our bet, really. What we really want is uh, Hulk and to beat Novak Djokovic as well to give us a great chance on that. But uh, Hulk and looks exhausted. I'm absolutely exhausted. Sean's absolutely exhausted. And that means we've got a few days off and we'll be back on Sunday looking ahead to the week's action next week on the ATP Tour. Enjoy your weekend. Sean, thanks very much for uh, joining me. Thanks, and take care, everyone. And good luck with your wages. Thanks for listening to betting weekly game bet match on the bet rivers network.